Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the Believe Podcast Network, SoCal Sweat. My name is Ann McDaniels, a former NFL cheerleader and product manager turned actress and model who dreams of being a UFC fighter. Yow. Learning strategies to help motivate others leads me to bring you interviews each week from a range of athletes, experts in fitness and nutrition, and so much more. Thanks for listening to Believe, the number one podcast for working professionals. And let's push our endorphins to higher performance through SoCal Sweat. This is your host, Ann McDaniels, and thank you so much for joining me on another episode of SoCal Sweat. Today, I'm recording this on Monday, June 21st, the first official day of summer. And bring on that heat. Some like it hot. If you can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen. (laughs) Well, so many of us love to work out outdoors, and sometimes people don't prefer that. They'd rather be on the treadmill inside the gym as opposed to outside, but oh, there are so many wonderful benefits of working out in the sun. This time of year, everyone is maximizing their time outside in order to get a tan, but there are definitely some amazing health and athletic benefits to getting sun exposure consistently. Despite what we've heard about sunshine-related skin cancer and harmful UV rays, there really are tangible benefits to both our athleticism and our health in getting sun exposure. It feels wonderful to be outside on a sunny day, spending time with friends, family, playing sports, hiking, biking, whatever you love to do. Exercise in the sun has psychological benefits. It makes you happy. It puts you in a good mood. But besides the psychological benefits, there are many physical benefits as well. Number one, the sun exposure and vitamin D. Vitamin D is so important, and we all knew that during COVID because people were not getting enough vitamin D, and that seemed to have been a real trigger. But vitamin D is called the sunshine vitamin because it's produced in our skin in response to sunlight. It's a fat-soluble vitamin in a family of compounds that includes vitamins D1, D2, and D3. Our bodies produce vitamin D naturally when it's directly exposed to sunlight. We can also get it through certain foods and supplements to ensure adequate levels of the vitamin in our blood, but the easiest way is to get it through direct sunlight and skin contact with the sunlight. Americans are actually really low on vitamin D, and living in Los Angeles, we actually have a lower rate of vitamin D than normal, and I think that's actually due to the amount of smog in the atmosphere, but for such sunny days and such exposure to sunlight, it's very surprising, but perhaps it could also be from the amount of sunblock that we apply if we're we're taking care of our skin properly. There are still some real dangers associated with relentless sun exposure, but it shouldn't make us not want to walk outside or, or, or run outside and catch some sunlight. But there are so many interesting studies that have been conducted on how sun exposure or lack of sun exposure can affect our health. And just some interesting finds, a 20-year Swedish study showed that sun avoidance or just not going out in the sun at all is as bad for our health as smoking cigarettes. A Spanish study showed that women who have who seek the sun have one eleventh the hip fracture risk as those who avoid the sun. 
In another one, men who work outdoors have half the risk of melanoma as those who work indoors. And women who avoid the sun have 10 times the risk of breast cancer as those who embrace the sun. And women who sunbathe regularly have half the risk of death during a 20-year period compared to those who stay indoors. In addition, sun exposure increases our nitric oxide production, which leads to a decrease in heart disease risk. And again, back to that vitamin D, it's essential for our survival. And the sun exposure is the only way to obtain it besides certain foods, but the sun is obviously the best way. Sunbathing can produce up to 20,000 units of vitamin D in 20 minutes of whole body exposure around noon. And sun exposure dramatically improves mood through the production of serotonin and endorphins. And finally, sun exposure increases the production of BDNF, which is vital to human health. BDNF actually stands for brain-derived neurotrophic factor. And this actually, with the combination of physical activity, enhances how our brain functions. And who doesn't want to be smarter? And who doesn't want to prevent Alzheimer's into our later years? So BDNF, the combination of exercise and the sunlight, can actually make us smarter for better brain function. And who couldn't use more sleep? Well, sunlight exposure and exercise helps improve our circadian rhythms. It works with our biological clocks so that we get much better sleep. And again, who doesn't need that in 2021? Besides the great benefits of the sunlight and working out in the sunlight, in improving mood, improving brain function, improving your health overall, it also improves recovery. And back to that vitamin D, Vitamin D really strengthens our bones so that, again, we can recover faster and vitamin D prevents bone fractures and chronic muscle pain. In fact, pro sports teams have also seen the benefits of vitamin D and the athletic benefits. In 2015, the NHL studied the Pittsburgh Steelers and they published it in the American Journal of Sports Medicine. They found that the vitamin D levels were significantly lower in players with at least one bone fracture. Players who were released during the preseason due to injury or poor performance also had significantly lower vitamin D levels than those who made the team. Another study conducted on the Chicago Blackhawks proved that consistent sun exposure strengthens fast twitch muscle fibers, stopped inflammation, and reduced the chances of contracting a, resp a respiratory infection. From those studies alone, professor at the University of Wyoming, Dr. Annette Larson-Meyer, actually said, we know lack of vitamin D can compromise athletic performance. So the week before a fitness event or any type of competitive event, sports-wise, you may want to get some sun because it's actually proven, particularly through those studies through the NHL. Now, it's actually really interesting to note that athletic performance and sun exposure can really depend on the shade of your skin. Generally speaking, the paler you are, the less time you need to spend outside in the sun to get the suggested amount of vitamin D. The darker you are, the more time you need to spend outside. Darker skin is a protective evolutionary adaptation response to excessive sunlight, while paler skin is an adaptation response to less light in the environment. So this means two things. Those with darker skin won't burn as quickly in the sun, but they still burn, but require more time in the sun to produce optimum amounts of vitamin D. 
But on the reverse side of that, those of us with paler skin will burn more quickly in the sun, but we don't need as much time in the sun to get the optimal level of vitamin D. So try to be aware of your skin tone and the amount of exposure to the sun, especially with skin protection and how vitamin D can affect you with light skin or dark skin. Besides the great health benefits of exercising in the sun and being in the sun, I'd like to highlight some tips for staying safe. The first one is to work out as a front load or back load for your day. So that would be working out in the early morning or late at night. But if you're doing it in any kind of darkness, please remember to bring mace or any kind of a light for safety. But if you're training during the day, there are other things you can do just to stay safe, but some people can't, can't take the heat. But if you want that direct sunlight, just be careful. So if you're doing it in the direct heat, obviously you want to dress in a way that's going to almost keep you naked. Um, one triathlete, a pro triathlete from Sweden, Andreas Linden says, pretty much go naked. You know, if wear short shorts, a lot of moisture wick material clothing, thin socks to keep your feet cool and your feet also expand. And if you have thick socks on and your feet are expanding due to the heat and the sweat, you can actually get blisters. So thin socks. And also don't be self-conscious. Uh, if you need to run in a sports bra or men with no shirt at all, you need to stay cool. So if you're getting your physical benefits and health benefits, who cares what other people think? Just be nice and cool and just be naked. Like Andreas Linden says, prepare the water properly. It's recommended to drink four to five ounces 15 to 30 minutes ahead of any kind of physical activity. And plan ahead. You could do shorter distances and hide water bottles or bring them with you. There are also little pouches called Fitly, that's F-I-T-L-Y, that hold water and they're really small. Or you can wear a vest and have the water in there, but it's very important to hydrate. I also recommend always being sure to bring a cell phone or something with you because if you were to have heat stroke or have major dehydration, you need to call an Uber or Lyft or a loved one to come and pick you up. Also, when you're done, shower as fast as you can or jump in a pool. The longer you sit in the sweat, your body just can't cool down properly. So it's recommended to shower or jump in a pool immediately afterwards. And how good does that feel anyway? And again, just do it naked, skinny dip. It feels great. It's also highly recommended, just like any other day, to really get a good sleep the night before if you plan to train the day after in the sun or in the heat. Try to keep your bedroom dark and cool. That's the best sleeping environments. And try to go to bed early. That's really hard to do on this end especially, but that will really help you the next day and keep you more energized. Also, if you really plan to sweat a lot, and if you're a sweater, especially in the higher heats, besides water, you can add salt tablets and magnesium. That will make you sweat more and that gets rid of a lot of toxins. It's also recommended, like, you know, sometimes it's 80 or 90 degrees, even in the hundreds, and you look at the temperature, but what's more important is to pay attention to the heat index. Doctors recommend staying indoors if the heat index is actually at 90 or greater than 90. That's when you really need to just bite the bullet and do the treadmill inside or do something inside because that can really be harmful. And then you're might, you might be stuck somewhere and you can't get away. So anything above 90 or at 90, try to stay inside. 
definitely be sure to always apply sunblock. Sometimes certain sunblocks are really hard for the eyes with, when you sweat, but experiment with different brands. I myself use Vanacream Sunscreen Sunsport. It doesn't sting at all and it's for sensitive skin and it works wonders. And it, it's, it comes in 35 and 50 SPF. And that would be Vanacream Sunscreen. Use your own, but when you go to the sport ones, it seems to be a little bit better with sweat and the eyes. But definitely be sure to protect your skin at all times. Again, the sun can be great for you, but definitely pay attention to any type of skin cancer and skin cancer prevention. Finally, back to the clothing. The thin socks are great. Wear a hat and, sun, and, and uh, sunglasses if you can. Sometimes sunglasses can really slide off. I love Ray-Bans, but they slide right off. And I find that the cheaper the sunglasses sometimes, like even those 80s sunglasses that you buy at you know, a gas station, they stay on so much better than my expensive sunglasses. So be sure to protect your eyes and face and, and head um, with a hat, especially anybody who's balding, really protect those spots on the head. And again, the moisture wick fabric clothing, try to wear light colored clothing so that it reflects the sun versus absorbs. And for those of people who may experience some chafing, you can always use Gold Bond or any kind of Aquaphor. Sometimes people chafe in the sun. People complain of that, especially with sweat. And just protect your skin in that way as well. If you plan to be outside training for a long period of time, try to bring water that you can just douse on your neck or your head. That cools your body down immediately. Or, I've done this before, just take a cold water bottle and put them on your inner wrists. That will cool down your body so quickly and you could also put them on your earlobes, which seems to really have a great effect of the cooling. And finally, don't judge yourself on your training. If you're used to running like a five minute mile and you find yourself taking a longer time in the heat, that's completely natural. Don't judge yourself on that because your body is spending so much time trying to cool itself down. So the blood is going towards the skin. You actually are slowing yourself down, but that's where sweat can cool your body and make you more efficient. So, you know, don't judge yourself. If you're doing that five minute mile and it turns to 5.30 or six, you're still training. You're still doing physical fitness. And finally, pro athlete, that triathlete from Sweden who wants you to be naked all the time, <laughs> he also recommends eating cold food versus hot food. Everyone loves a hot meal, but if you're training in the sun all day and it's, it's just maybe better to elect for colder meals throughout the day. So many of us come from that mindset of no pain, no gain, but really know when to stop when you're training in the heat. It's really not wise to start anything new or out of the ordinary when there's a heat wave. Some people are coming out of this pandemic and they're all of a sudden starting these major exercise regimens and they're doing it in the heat. Not a good idea. If you experience lightheadedness, hot or red skin, blurry vision, extreme fatigue, weakness, and excessive heart rate or vomiting, then rest in the shade and rehydrate. These are warning signs that your body is telling you to stop. So again, no pain, no gain in this case is not a smart move. So just to go back quickly, the major health benefits of sun and exercising in the sun, it reduces the risk of type two diabetes, it boosts immunity, it prevents vitamin D deficiency, which is better for bone health, it reduces cancer risk, lowers blood pressure, improves your mood, improves your sleep, helps weight loss, manages Alzheimer's symptoms, again, better bone health, heals skin disorders, promotes eye health, can cure depression, 
improves brain function, and manages seasonal affective disorder. So all of these benefits are great for our health and just to improve our mood. And it's so nice to come out of this pandemic and be in the sun with family and friends. But please do remember the top tips for safety because it's just really, really important to be at optimal health at all times because it's very stressful in this day and age and we just need to keep track of our health at all times. But thank you so much for joining me on this episode. I really appreciate it. And go out there and have fun in the sun. Keep it hot and steamy, but healthy. We appreciate you for listening. And please rate and subscribe to the show on iTunes. You can also listen on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Luminary Tuned In, or at Believe.com. You can always reach out to me for any questions or topics you'd like covered on the show at Ann McDaniels or at Ann McDaniels Actress. And I will see you next time on So Cal Sweat. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.